Welcome back to Brain and Blaze, a weekly podcast about epilepsy, by people with epilepsy, for people with epilepsy, and our carers. I'm your host, David Clifford. In this episode, we cover all things seizure first aid using data from the CDC. If you're new to Brain and Blaze, I just want to state that I'm not a medical expert. I'm just someone that has struggled with the ins and outs of epilepsy for almost three decades. We just realized that it's getting close to the end of the year and still haven't had an episode on seizure first aid. We're also in the middle of November, which is Epilepsy Awareness Month. What better time to cover first aid? In 2019, I gave a talk to a group of local high school students about seizure first aid. While we didn't capture it on video, we were able to record it. Okay, class, let's settle down. Hannah, I can see that phone. One second and... Okay. I was just texting my mom. <laughs> Loser. I didn't quite hear that, Mr. Clemens. Care to repeat it? Uh, no. That's what I thought. Let's get started. Oh, hold on. Hello? Yes, this is room 312. Hey, Maddie. What's going on? I don't know. Maybe there's another visitor? Oh, good. Send her over. He's a guy? Uh, okay. We have a very special guest today. He's walking over here from the office right now. And he's going to be talking about what to do if someone has a seizure. A seizure is an uncontrolled electrical disturbance in the brain. It can cause changes in behavior, movements or feelings, and in levels of consciousness. Madison, can you get that? Sure. Am I in the right place? Is this Mrs. Nito's health class? <laughs> it's Netro. Um, I'm David Clifford from Brain to Blaze. Yeah. May I come in? Come in, come in. They told me to wheel this thing down here. Joshua, can you clear some space for... Yes, I certainly can. God, why are all these class guests so old? I don't know. I wasn't talking to you, dork. Come on, Joshua. Get out of the man's way. Oh, sorry. And... There. Perfect. What is that thing? Before we hand phones, DVDs, or even VHS tapes, we would watch films on this. It's called a movie projector. That thing looks older than my dad. It might be, but it's the only thing we can use to play the film that California provided us about seizure first aid. Uh, they didn't give me the film. Oh, don't worry about that. They delivered it this morning. Now, where did I put it? It's right here, Mrs. Netro. Thank you, Madison. It's really hard to make out the title without my glasses. Let me see. <laughs> here, Madison, here, Madison. Can you read it? Bobby and the Bear, November 1962. Uh-oh. I'm sure that's going to be okay. Let's just try to get this thing working. Mr. Clifford? <laughs> There's no need to call me Mr. Clifford. David is just fine. You can take a seat, Mr. Clifford. Uh, sure. I don't think I can fit in one of these chairs, though. What if I just stand in the back? Thank you. Joshua, can you hit the lights? Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. Seizure First Aid with Bobby and the Bear, brought to you by the CDC, the United States' first and last line of defense and support for all things medical. Hey there, Bobby. You don't look too good. I don't feel so good.
What's going on? It looks like Bobby's having a seizure. But what do we do? Just calm down, Bear. I'll start timing the seizure's duration. We can figure this out. Together. I'll go get a stick so we can bite on it. Whoa there, Bear. You never want to stick something in someone's mouth when they're having a seizure. Plus, I should never leave a buddy when he's having a seizure. Right-o there, Bear. Maybe I should hold him down. It's just safer if you let him be. So I just wait? You can put him in the recovery position. What's that? Place him on his side. The left is better. Like this? Yep. I think he's hurting his neck. Well, put something under his neck to cushion the blow. I have an official bear sweater right here. Maybe that will help cushion his head. It looks like it is. Nice and protected. His glasses seem to be in the way. What if we moved him out of the way? Like this. Also, maybe his necklace. Hannah, can you please put that phone away? It's lining up the whole room. Everyone can see what you're doing. She's probably texting Topher. Topher. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was texting my mom. You'll have plenty of time to do that after class. This is important. Almost 55,000 Americans die in epilepsy-related deaths each year. Thank you for that, Mr. Clifford. Seizure first aid is gonna be on your test. Necklace. Great job, Bear. He looks like he's coming around. Should we stop the clock? Hey, Bobby, are you okay? What happened? We think you had a seizure. What's a seizure? A seizure is uncontrolled electrical disturbance in the brain. It can cause changes in behavior, movements or feelings, and in levels of consciousness. Thanks for your help, Bear. Without you, I don't know what would have happened. Of course, that's what friends do. Why don't we just stay right here until you feel better? This film was produced by the Wintercrest Pictures, a wholly owned subsidiary of the ABC Motion Pictures, in conjunction with the information provided by the CBC. All rights reserved. That film was actually a lot better than I thought. I mean, it's almost 60 years old. 58. Right, 58 years. Thank you. What was your name again? Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Perv. As I was saying, this movie is pretty old, so there's some details we should definitely cover. First off, you shouldn't hang out with bears. Uh, that was a joke. Oh, bears, I get it. Because <laughs> they're so dangerous. Isn't that funny, Clint? Uh, yeah. So, I'm here to handle any questions you have. So, do you, like, have epilepsy? Yes, I do. Can I videotape you if you have one right now? My friend Billy makes wicked likes on the seizure prank videos online. Uh, your friend Billy sounds like a real piece of work. I mean, thanks for asking, but no, never videotape anyone without their permission. Plus, you never want to be a jerk and upload it. Also, I haven't had a seizure for three years. If you don't have seizures, why should we even take advice from you? Before I had brain surgery in 2017, I struggled with epilepsy for more than 27 years. I was probably about your guys' age when I had my first one. Better get him away from the flashing projector lights. Mr. Clements. No, it's okay. Actually, only 3-5% to 5 of the epilepsy community are photosensitive, meaning their flashing lights are special patterns which trigger our seizures. I handle blinking lights just fine. Way to kill the mood. Epilepsy isn't rare at all. About 1.4% of the general population has it. Mrs. Netro, how many people are in the current graduating class? Um, 324. Yeah. So statistically, four of your classmates here at Grossmont Private Academy should have it. Go Panthers football! 
You wouldn't even know that they had a seizure disorder. Well, we'd probably notice them if they're on the quad. Actually, there are many types of seizures. The one depicted by Bobby is a generalized tonic-clonic seizure. A what? It's a new name for a grand mal seizure. Oh. There are plenty of seizures that don't include convulsions or falling down. In fact, statistically, people have more seizures that don't involve convulsions. Wow, that's really interesting. Isn't that interesting, class? So should we treat those seizures differently? A little bit. I mean, not too much. Stay with them until they regain consciousness or help arise. Make sure not to restrain them, but keep them safe. And offer reassurance when they start to feel better. Um, I have a question. Sure, let's have it. My papa said they would always use a wooden spoon. Okay, let me stop you right there. Just like the film said, it is a terrible idea to put anything in our mouths if you witness a seizure in real life. We need that airway open. Plus, if you did put something in our mouth, there's a good chance it would hurt our teeth or jaw. What about a wallet? Yeah, that's soft. Or a belt. I mean, I have a belt on right now. Seriously, guys. Don't ever put anything in our mouths. Especially your fingers. If you do, you could really get hurt. Like that Charlie bit me video. What? It's this really old YouTube video that my dad showed me. Oh yeah, kind of like that, but with far more stitches. That is, if they can actually reattach the fingers. Gross. Ew. Uh, sorry. You said there are some things the video didn't cover? Right, so one of the most important things to remember is that most convulsive seizures only last a couple of minutes. If you witness a seizure that lasts for five minutes, it is a true emergency situation. And you should definitely call an ambulance. If I saw someone flopping around. Having a seizure? Right. Right. If someone was having a seizure, wouldn't I always call an ambulance? Well, ambulances can be expensive. Often when we get to the emergency room, there is little that the hospital staff can do for us. And suddenly, we're in a weird location with no way to get back. If you have a friend with epilepsy, you should talk to them ahead of time and get a detailed plan regarding what they would like you to do. What if it's some just random guy? If at any time you feel like you cannot provide support or medical assistance, you should definitely call for emergency services. There are some cases where you need to always call for an ambulance. Like if a person is hurt during the seizure, or if the seizure happened in the water, if it's their first seizure, if they're pregnant, or if they go right into another seizure after the first. Just make sure that you stay with the person having a seizure until the emergency crew shows up. Don't just book after you think they're okay. Book? He means don't leave. Right. Well, Mr. Clifford, we're getting to the end of the period. Is there anything else you wish to contribute? Here's what it comes down to. Don't panic, because if you panic, the people around you will panic, and then it gets harder and harder to control the situation. If there's already someone there applying first aid, don't just jump in. Make sure to get the person who's having a seizure down to the ground quickly. Oh, uh, like tackling them? No, like guiding them to the ground. Protect their head with any cushioning you can drum up, and loosen any tight-fitting clothing. We have a few more seconds, class. I'll just finish with this. Turn them on their side and provide the seizure duration to any emergency crews. And five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Clifford. Don't we all want to say thank you too? Thanks. Yeah, thanks. So, David, that was really interesting. When did they change the name of the grand mal seizure to something really different? Why do they do that? I've been teaching this for 20 years and I've always used We have some news from the Brain Blade Studios. Next week will be our last show of this season. We will go on hiatus between Thanksgiving and New Year's. We will start back up with a whole new season in 2021 on January 7th. We're looking to learn what you would like to hear covered in Season 2 of the Brain and Blaze Epilepsy Podcast. If you have any suggestions, reach out to us via email at social at brainandblaze.com or via Twitter at brainandblaze. There are no bad ideas. We just want to make sure that you continue to enjoy our show. If you like this episode, 
consider subscribing or even helping us by providing a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your content. One small click really does help. See you next time.